coming up on October the 19th is the Howard Community College's annual Sustainability Day, which will take place in the college's Galleria space. And from 10 to 6, we will have a table fair where exhibitors from all sorts of nonprofit organizations, commercial vendors, government groups, as well as our own departments here on campus will be sharing sustainable information and uh, having handouts and instructional materials. And then from three to six, we'll be going outdoors and having uh, workshops and other activities, nature trail tours, bird watching events, and there's even going to be a uh, work on our pollinator trail where we're going to be preparing the uh, flower plants along that trail for their uh, winter sleep so that they'll come back uh, bigger and brighter next year. Hello and welcome to Green Dragon, a monthly show where we talk about green initiatives in the state of Maryland and Howard County, ongoing sustainability efforts at Howard Community College, and ideas and ways for you to be more sustainable at home. I'm Bob Marietta, Howard Community College's Environmental Health and Safety Supervisor, and thank you all for being with me today. For the last few years, October has become Walktober, a statewide initiative that promotes pedestrian safety and health and highlights commuting options, available walk programs, and more. And to talk in depth about the ways we can all participate this year, I'm joined by Howard County's Transportation Demand Management Specialist, Allison Calkins, who since 2013 has been in charge of coming and going and coming up with creative ways to move around Howard County without having to drive there all the time. Allison, it sure is a pleasure to have you here with me today. Thanks for joining me. And let's start our conversation today by learning more about what the Office of Transportation's role is. We oversee the buses in the county for the RTA. We look at land use planning, development, making sure there are connections there. We have a bike and pedestrian program. So the pathways that you see, we're in touch with that. Basically, we want to get you around the county. We want to give you options to do it. And this is thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk about this stuff. Okay, to go a little deeper, I've heard about this complete streets, Howard County. Can you tell us about what that means for all of us? Sure. So Howard County adopted a complete streets policy in 2019. This means that our county controlled roadways must be designed, built and maintained with all users in mind. We emphasize safety, not speed. Uh, therefore, you know, we take steps to make our streets more walkable, bikeable, usable for everyone, regardless of age and ability. The complete streets policy was followed with a major update to the Howard County design manual. This is the document that engineers use to create our roadways. And the update includes designs for new and existing roadways that are more accommodating to biking and walking. Changes aren't going to happen overnight, but as the roads are updated and we will be adding more sidewalks, crosswalks, bike lanes, pathways, and our streets will become safer for all roadway users. So what is this your uh, Go Howard program all about? Go Howard is our Transportation Demand Management Program, or TDM for short. It focuses on moving people, not vehicles, creating a more efficient use of the roadways that we already have. It means less traffic congestion, better air quality, happier, healthier communities. We do this by encouraging alternatives to the single occupancy vehicle, or SOV, such as riding your bike, taking a scooter, walking, the bus, ride sharing, which is carpools and vanpools to us, not Uber and Lyft. And, you know, COVID also showed us what the alternatives 
to commuting could be, such as working from home. But now that we're going back and things are changing yet again, there's also ways to commute not during peak rush hours, such as flex time, compressed work week. So this plus parking management techniques, giving carpools and van pools closer parking or even charging for parking, these are all effective TDM strategies. I mean, it's it's basically a long way of saying we really want to give you options and make it more convenient to not have to get in your car. But that said, we know that not every trip for every person can be made outside of a vehicle. But we also know that so many of us hop in the car often by ourselves when there's another way to do it and possibly it's quicker than driving and parking. So it's these SOV trips that we want people to think about. So we're launching Skip a Trip. This is a pledge. We want you to pick one trip a week to start that maybe you, you could reasonably do it without hopping in your car, grabbing lunch or coffee when you're at work or at school, taking a kid to the tot lot, even grabbing dinner. Is this something that maybe you give an extra thought to? And then how would you do it? If it's the grocery store, could you hop on the RTA, which is free right now, it's a great time to try it, or even taking a scooter to meet a friend for that coffee or that lunch. And you know, for a lot of us, especially in Colombia, there's probably a trip we can figure out how to skip in the SOV. That sounds like a wonderful challenge. You mentioned free bus rides. I understand I need an app for that. So uh, how do I get the app? So before we even get to the app, I'm excited to say that through the end of October, all RTA rides are free. Fixed route, paratransit, all you have to do is just get on board. Now, when November rolls around and the free fare period ends, Howard Community College, Howard County Public School Systems, seniors over 60 and those with disabilities will continue to ride free, though how that happens is a little bit different. I think it's easiest for HCC students. You could either stop by the Welcome Center to pick up a special student pass or just show your student ID to the driver. The public school students will have to go into their administrative offices, fill out a little paperwork, and seniors and those with disabilities need to contact the RTA directly because there's some forms to fill out and a different ID that has a picture. But the app is great. It's the transit app. You can get it from the App Store or Google Play. You download it. It's got fares, schedules. You can plan and pay for your trip in that app alone. Well, that sounds even easier than I thought it was going to be. So I've noticed all these new bike lanes showing up on the streets. What's going on there and where else are they going to go? And how does it get decided where they're going to go? Great. We get that asked so many times, so I'm happy to talk about it. So the Howard County Bicycle Master Plan, Bike Howard, provides the framework for where all the bike lanes are going to be added to existing streets to create a really bikeable network over time. We usually implement these bike lanes in coordination with DPW because we do it along their road resurfacing schedule. It's the most efficient time to add these bike lanes. The roads are already getting a new surface, they're getting new markings, so it doesn't add that much to add that bike lane at that time. We, you know, we'll work with them, see what their resurfacing schedule is, compare it to what's in Bike Howard. Then we do public outreach. We'll hold a public meeting. We do other forms of outreach because we want to make sure that the people in those impacted communities know they're coming and have the chance to provide input. When does Bike Howard get reevaluated or when are we going to look at that again? We are starting to look at that now. Now, we set it up for short-term, medium-term, long-term, and now that we've done a lot of the short-term stuff, now we're going to look at what are other short-term things now that we're in 2022, and then are there medium, basically taking a fresh eye at it. Very good. 
So now I know that spin scooters folks and the RTA bus people will be on the HCC campus on October 19th for Campus Sustainability Day. But what other transportation events are coming up this fall? So while we provide ride matching services for people who want carpools and van pools and provide a guaranteed ride home program for people who commute other than an SOV, we really like to get creative and come up with you know, new and fun ways for everyone to get around. And I would say that COVID definitely pushed us hard in that direction. You know, for example, we organized Bike to Work Day, which before COVID was one day, it was the third Friday in May, it was a morning event, and we had a big party to celebrate people who bike as their commute. You know, 2020, 2021, COVID, those things changed. So instead of being one day, we lengthened it to a whole week and we decided, you know, people aren't commuting as much. Let's open it up to the whole week. Let's open it up for you can bike wherever. It's still going to count. We added bike shops for swag and shirt pickup and we got really good feedback in those two years, what worked, what didn't. And moving forward, we are keeping it the full week. We're still not really demanding that it be a commute. Just get out on your bike and go somewhere. We're keeping bike shops as swag and shirt pickups if people want because we also brought back the in-person party this year so it was three bike shops plus the pit stop over the whole week awesome we learned from that and these changes plus covid in general really prompted us to think about what other fun events we could create for people to you know have fun biking walking scooting we collaborate often with the Downtown Columbia Partnership. Together, we've come up with a few annual events. And in doing this, I'm realizing a lot of them are this fall. You know, and our hope is that with these events, participants are familiarizing themselves with biking and walking throughout the county and in DTC for non-commuting activities. So maybe, you know, they'll start thinking about doing it when they do commute and for other activities where you'd normally choose a car. So as I mentioned, fall, we've got a few things coming up. I will say the 19th through the 23rd is TDM week. So I'm kind of excited about that. So car free day is Thursday, the 22nd. We're really hoping everybody will skip a trip that day. The coming weekend, the 24th and the 25th is our fall bike around. And we have a block party on Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to noon in Aslan Plaza in DTC. It's a great time to come down, learn about what we're doing, to increase your travel options and just, you know, how you can make biking a bigger part of your transportation, fitness, and recreation routine. As you mentioned, October is Walktober for the state of Maryland. It's promoting the state's official exercise of walking. In Howard County, we want you to walk, roll, ride, and move. So we're working with other county offices to create a really robust list of events and activities in October to get you thinking about movement. We are working with the Downtown Columbia Partnership on our second culinary walking tour of downtown Columbia, which is scheduled for October 16th. It's a fun, family-friendly event. There will be, it's up to eight restaurants participating and you, depending on the ticket, you can do food or a food and drink pairing from each of these restaurants. And you're following, you know, a walking route around downtown Columbia. So it's something that I don't think many of us always think about of, you know, with these wonderful pathways, you really can get from point A to point B in downtown Columbia via walking. So why not do it with some great food in between? And last year, I'm pretty sure the event sold out and I would expect it to again. So, you know, be on the lookout when those tickets are released. And then another really cool thing we've done is we're going to host our second annual Cranksgiving event in November. 
Cranksgiving started in 1999 in New York City as an alley cat, which is a scrappy urban race that was held by bike messengers. It's now grown to over 100 locations across the country. Our event is more casual. It's family friendly. It's going to take place on November 12th, also in Aslan Plaza in DTC. There's no set route. We will post routes from village centers and other locations within the county. But really, you start from your home or from the grocery store of your choice. You bring your donatable food to Aslan Plaza that day. We're going to benefit grassroots. I mean, there's no cost other than the groceries. And, you know, we like to say it's your two wheels providing their three squares. And, you know, what better place to bring Cranksgiving than Howard County, where charity is always so front of mind. That sounds incredible. I know our uh, on-campus food pantry collaborates with the grassroots and the, uh, the other food banks in the area. So I encourage everybody to join in on that one. Are there any others? That's you got an incredible amount of stuff happening. Any others that you hadn't mentioned yet? Well, if you live or work in downtown Columbia, be on the lookout for some pop-up events that we'll be holding, promoting skip a trip, scooters, biking, transit, and you know other ways to get around. And speaking of scooters, the pilot program with Spin does end in November, so we're looking for community feedback on the program what worked, what didn't work, you know, if we go into the next permit cycle, what are the things we need to think about moving forward? So stay tuned for different ways to provide that feedback. Great. Now, I know the county is taking a lot of other efforts and like the climate change and trying to reduce our greenhouse gas footprint. Can you tell us a little bit about things that are changing there? Yeah, the, the county fleet, we are switching to all electric. It's so front of mind, anything we can do to be green and sustainable, every department is coming to the table with you know new ideas. And in fact, one of our employee recognition categories is the green award. So all employees are often encouraged to come up with new and green ways to move the county forward. Fantastic. So Allison, can you tell us a little bit more about what changes are happening with the entire RTA, the Regional Transit Authority? What can we look for in the future? Absolutely. So we are gearing up to finally return to pre-pandemic service. So pre-pandemic levels of service plus an expansion to Catonsville. And we're also expecting a nice update to our fleet, shall I say. We're, we're getting a lot of buses that have been ordered that are finally going to start hitting the streets. So better service, better timing, better vehicles. We're moving forward with that. We're also getting ready to kick off our transit development plan update, which is a plan that looks at the system and where should we be going in the future, sort of looks in five-year chunks. We're about to kick that off. That will be it's about nine months long. The consultants review and assess existing conditions. We initiate public participation, feedback. There's surveys, public meetings, basically looking to identify issues and opportunities within the current service. And then they're going to develop basically a plan for us that we're hoping we'll get next spring. And like I said, we're expanding to Catonsville. So there will be more of a connection for riders to the MTA system. We're converting the 405 in Ellicott City more to a circulator. We'll be able to do that with the additional service to Catonsville. Like they're dovetailing very nicely with what the RTA has planned. We're looking at extending service westward. There will be some changes to service in Laurel. And also we are looking at how to get a vehicle down into the Merriweather District to connect those new residents and employees to our service. Wow, that sounds exciting. I know one student had a suggestion Okay, here, and he wanted to know if there was Wi-Fi available on the buses. 
it is it is something we are talking about um we think it might be not as much of a lift as we thought so i i do know that those discussions are occurring at the rta right now okay his idea was that he would take a class while he was riding the bus and uh so i thought that was that was sort of an interesting idea and he didn't have any idea what class it would be but he thought he might as well not waste the time while he was sitting on the bus he could be earning college credit while he rode to class that's one of the great things about the RTA's fare free promotion right now. The tag is be driven, be driven to work, be driven to school. You can do something other than focusing on the road. Are you prepping for a meeting or a presentation in class? You know, do you just want to watch some new videos? Just be driven, get to where you want to go. Let us do the driving for you. Be chauffeured, as they say. Yes. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> Option is coming up on October the 19th is the Howard Community Colleges annual sustainability day, which will take place in the college's Galleria space. And from 10 to six, we will have a table fair where exhibitors from all sorts of nonprofit organizations, commercial vendors, government groups, as well as our own departments here on campus, will be sharing sustainable information and uh, having handouts and instructional materials. And then from three to six, we'll be going outdoors and having uh, workshops and other activities, nature trail tours, bird watching events. And there's even gonna be a uh, work on our pollinator trail where we're gonna be preparing the uh, flower plants along that trail for their uh, winter sleep. So that they'll come back uh, bigger and brighter next year. So I'd like to encourage everybody, there's still time to sign up. If your organization would like to have a table, please get in touch with me. And certainly everyone is encouraged to come by the event itself. College employees can earn professional development credit by attending and participating. So please put that down in your calendars, October 19th, and the Howard Community College Sustainability Day. So uh, please be sure to mark that down. So looking ahead, what is Bike to Work Month? So it's really cool May, you know, right when the weather starts changing for the better and the trees start blooming, May is Bike Month. So in addition to, well, it's no longer Bike to Work Day, it's now Bike to Work Week and bike wherever. That is always, that third Friday in May is internationally Bike to Work Day, but that whole week will be Bike to Work Week. But, you know, I mentioned we partner with the Downtown Columbia Partnership on Fall Bike Around, which I'm saying fall, there's also a spring. We do usually like to hold that in May, calendars allowing that, you know, maybe a week, like to kick off Bike to Work Week, we'll have the spring bike around the course is usually different than the fall but both of them we start in downtown columbia you bike along the wonderful pathways there's a set course you can do it as many times as you want it's marked for usually nine in the morning to six in the evening we know families that love to get their weekends started that way i remember one there was a father and a son i want to say he was about 10 and they'd race it and they wanted to figure out who could do it faster but it's a really great event we have you know the block party as I mentioned, we kick it off so you can find out more ways to get biking in the community. And we really hope that, you know, families start doing this and understanding that it's, it's a really cool way to get around. So many people, you know, love to talk about once they started biking. It's so good for the mind and not just the body that it really, you know, invigorates their lives and how they get around. So, I mean, it's, it's great to see the kids come and learn it from a young age. So what sorts of things could we be doing here at the community college? that we aren't already doing that would encourage people to ride their bikes and to walk 
and also to ride the bus. How can we join in in your efforts to promote a healthy, a going Howard County? When we did have the bike share program, you guys were wonderful participants in that. And as we evaluate the spin scooter program and what comes next, it's certainly top of mind for us to think, is there somebody out there that not only has scooters, but also bike share? So, you know, promoting any of that active transportation, which active transportation is biking, walking. We also, you know, consider scooters because you're walking to a scooter. You're kind of using your body to maintain the balance that, you know, you've been a wonderful partner with the RTA prior to us doing the free passes. You guys, you know, really helped out with, I believe it was subsidizing their passes. So promotion of, you know, where the bus stops are and where the bike parking is. And I do know that the closer you can get to a doorway, people definitely prefer that. So yeah, promotion of how to make it convenient. Here's where all of the bike parking is on campus. So just because you see one maybe on the edge of campus, you don't think, oh boy, I'm going to bike and then I have to walk so far. Pointing that stuff out, showing where the RTA stop is, promotion of the transit app, because I'm sure your student body probably uses that app a lot more than some of our other riders. You know, pushing that out, letting them know just how convenient it is to get on the bus. Are there people with your organization that could come and do an educational program for us here on campus? I know our uh, our staff all earn professional development credits by attending such programs, and I'm sure our students would be interested. Are there options other than just y'all doing presentations at our sustainability day? Could we call on you to come at other times and do some presentations for us? Absolutely. I mean, we love being at GreenFest, so I know we interact with you know your student body and your workforce there. We have you know, as you mentioned, Sustainability Day, and I'm bringing a crew. I got to warn you, I'm bringing my office, the Downtown Columbia Partnership, the RTA will be there, SPIN will be there. We want to, you know, get out and talk about it. But absolutely, we'd love to come and let everybody know just how many options they have to get around Howard County and Columbia specifically. At Sustainability Day, will people be able to ride the scooters for free? We have asked Spin to come and demo, so fingers crossed that. And then the RTA, we hopefully will have a vehicle as well so that students can see just how easy it is to get around yeah. via, via bus. We're hoping to see one of the newer buses. So hopefully they can bring one there and people can uh, walk up in it. And then they want to know if it's there, can we get a ride to the mall? <laughs> I believe that there is a route that can do that very easily. And get that transit app because it'll tell you exactly which one and when it's coming. Okay. There you go. You've mentioned several times how much healthier, both in mentally and physically, riding a bike and, and walking, how good it is for you. Can you say a little bit more about that? Well, I'm, I'm not going to whip out all the studies that we've read and, you know, we pass around the office, but I've seen them. It's not just health of the body, it's and health of the planet. It really does something to the brain and it really fires it up and, you know, you, you think better and you learn better, you work better. It just, it's that physical activity and the fresh air and it just gets you firing on it on different cylinders so it's one of those things that it seems like such an easy push but you know we all get into our routines and it's easy to get in the car and there's a lot of usually like free and available parking in the county so sometimes you just have to stop and think is this the best decision i mean our bike ped coordinator has he loves to pull up these google maps that show you know what i can get there biking faster than you can get there driving and parking so it just, you know, skip the trip, take that one extra second to think, is this, you know, the best way, not just the fastest, but is there a health element to it? Am I going to be invigorated when I get to where I'm going? 
we'd certainly encourage everybody on campus, don't just think you can only walk to the mall or bike to the 7-Eleven. We've got lots of nature trails and other interesting things for you to see right, right here on campus. So you don't have to go far to really enjoy the world around us. Absolutely. So Allison, you've certainly encouraged us all to ride our bikes and to get out and walk and to take the bus. How do you personally get to work and how do you handle your day-to-day commute? So I would love to bike to work. I do not live in Howard County. I am north of Baltimore, so I do drive. That said, I also work from home a few days a week to cut that you know, commute down. But really what I love to do, especially in Columbia, is the park once mentality. I mean, you know, like I said, not every trip can be avoided. And oftentimes we do need our car, but we don't always have to move at those little trips every time. So I'll come down to Columbia. I'll park once. I will walk between meetings. I will walk to lunch. I will not be moving my car. So the park once mentality is definitely something that, you know, we encourage in the county and around I really like that analogy. And, you know, you hear the old jokes about the cowboys who would park their horse on one side of the street and then to get to the saloon on the other side, they would get back on their horse and uh, (laughs) cross over. And uh, so those little short trips, we can all uh, help save the earth a little bit and make ourselves a little bit healthier just by parking once and leaving the car. I love that. So how do we stay connected and informed about these and other initiatives And how do we make those comments and suggestions that you've asked for? Sure. So more information on our events and, you know, everything we're doing, you can find it on my website, which is gohoward.org. Our Office of Transportation website is updated very often. There's a what's happening and join us section, so you'll know what's going on. And then you can also follow us on social media at Commute Howard. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Great. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of our show. Thank you, Allison, for joining me and sharing all this information about your initiatives, particularly the Go Howard program you're working. Just sounds fascinating. What a job you've got coming up with all these <laughs> things. Man, that's just fantastic. Thanks for all you do to make Howard County bikeable. I know everybody's feeling more health- healthy and uh, more walkable and certainly accessible for everybody. Now, I'll be back next month with another guest and another sustainable topic. In the meantime, if you have any ideas or comments, you can connect with me at rmarietta at howardcc.edu, or you can listen to this and all our other episodes at dragondigitalradio.podbeam.com. You can also catch us on HCC TV and Howard Community College's YouTube page. And don't forget howardcommunitycollege.edu backslash green is our webpage. So please, Share, tell us what you liked, make comments, and let others know to join us and help us take care of our world. Because every little small step we make, we put them all together, it's going to have a great impact. Thank you for joining us today. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio. 